Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We are going to figure out, of all the animals in this wide, beautiful world, which one would be the best to domesticate? We could go back in time. Did we waste it on wolves? Did we waste our time domesticating wolves into chihuahuas? And should we have focused our energy on eagles? Example. Let's fucking talk about it. That's it. We're in group B here. We got eagles as the four seed. We got monkeys as the 13 seed. They'll be going up against each other. And then we also have... Uh, in the next matchup, we have the five seed, the giant squid. I'm also just going to include our friends, the octopi in there as well. I think that that's only fair against the 12 seed sloth. Now, Cody, which one do you want to start with? You come into my house. I've got a kiddie pool in the middle of my living room. And in it, just in it, getting sprayed with a hose is a giant squid. Nick. The possibilities here for a radical pet are very high, but also for the worst pet ever are very high. This There's no middle ground here. At some point, it feels like you're trying to open up like an attraction, you know? <laughs> right? You'd have to get one of those like 20 foot long by like five foot deep pools. And then just in it by itself is a giant squid. Yeah, and okay, can the squid go on land? I've seen squids on land before moving around. I've seen videos of them, like on boats and like getting off boats. And stuff. I mean, they get onto boat, but boats kind of wet. So are they just going to ruin my hardwood floors? Is the question. I don't. Okay, maybe. I mean, I guess we don't have to include octopus. I kind of put you in. I kind of put you in that space because octopus I have seen move around in the world. And the only the only reason I want to talk about adding octopus to this list is mainly to focus on the fact that both these animals are incredibly intelligent. Recently, the UK has designated them as sentient. So like you can't just like fuck around with them. You have to, they have to be handled with care and love and compassion. Octopus, very likely to take over the world when we're gone. Like when, when the human race fucks it up, octopus will figure it out and they'll take over. So if we domesticate, do you think maybe there's a chance that they'll let you stay alive? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, so we got to get on their good side. You got to get one of these bad boys in your house. You treat it like a king. Fuck your hardwood floors. If it wants to walk around, it walks around. The only question I would have, though, is do you think that the wild squid would look at your domesticated squid and be like, you're a bitch? And they would be mad at your wild, your domesticated one for having love and compassion for this dumb human race. And maybe they would kill your squid. So do you think, are you doing yourself more of a risk by domesticating a squid do you become some sort of slave master now so when they come when the revolution does come and it will when it does come do they take you first so instead of being a human that works in the i don't know what they're gonna make us do but whatever they want us to do they just kill you straight out with their strong tentacle arms it's either do they see that you gave this this animal its best life that you could right or do they hate you for that you know not letting it be a part of the revolution yeah how are they going to view it? And that's why we brought our friend, the octopus on <laughs> to this episode. We do have a guest host today. I, no, here's what I think, Nick. I think if you have this, the giant octopus in your home and you treat it well, and also you get it the most up-to-date revolutionary literature so it can stay abreast 
of the sea all, of the, all of the great octopus podcasts that are out there. Shout outs to all of those. Eight arms, one voice. Uh, eight, <laughs> the Red Sea. Tentacles, tentacles into fists. You know, all Everything of those. revolutionary. You want him to be on the cutting edge of the revolution. Should we quit our podcast and just start doing Octopus Revolution podcast? Just to let them know like we were with them the whole time. I don't know if we quit. I think we do do a uh, companion podcast series though. I liked eight, eight, eight arms, one fist. That was good. I like that. <laughs> uh, so maybe we start that up. Okay. Yeah. I think Can we uh, just we'll, do like a beef and dairy network podcast where we do a podcast about like that takes place during the, the revolution of the octopus. <laughs> we just let, and then when it finally does happen, they're like, these fucking guys called it. I love these guys. <laughs> they get it. It's hilarious. I let them sicker. I'm just saying, we don't know what's going on at the bottom of the ocean. We don't. And it's mostly octopus doing wild shit is what we do know. We could do anything. The stuff that we do know is mostly octopus are developing tools, y'all. That's a real thing. They use tools. Like we use tools. You know how when people are like, oh, that's the first sign of, of intelligence or like that this is like, a, these will become a society is like their ability to use tools. And you're like, oh, it's just us and monkeys. Right? No, welcome <laughs> to the team octopus. They're doing it too. And they have hierarchies within their societies. Yeah, dude, dude it's cut. I saw a thing about these monkeys they found in the jungles of China that are using fire now. So, I mean, it's only a matter of time, folks. You, th- we don't have long. Yeah, we don't. So that's why I'm going to need you to anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm going to need you to like, subscribe, comment, and rate uh, Eight Arms One Fist. Eight, eight, get, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and get that and get that one going. So that way they and hey, we'll get the merch out there so people know. You know that people know that you were on the right side of history. Okay. I think now here's the thing. So sloth, on the other hand, adorable, right? This lazy boy, just kind of like just hanging out. Here's my thing, though. Sloth wants to hang. My house, not a lot of stuff to hang off of. Yeah, we're going to do some installation here. Yeah. Yeah. It's to become like a cat where like you have to get like the full, you know, scratch pad that has like different arms and branches and trees. You're going to need a rope wall on one of your walls. And you're just going to basically have to hang one of those rope nets on the ceiling. That's what I was just thinking. Right. And that's so then we've talked about we talked about in group A with with pandas. Well, if I'm going to if I'm going to fucking hang a rope ladder thing off my ceiling. Well, now I feel like I got to go with an aquatic theme to make it make sense. Yeah. Oh, no, I got all these weird fishing poles on the wall and fucking- I got a, a fucking captain's- uh, Wheel. Wheel. I couldn't- co- Thank you so much for finding wheel. My brain wasn't <laughs> going to get there. You know, like, yeah. So now I have all- I got anchors everywhere. You know, I have- It, it looks like a, 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 the it's whole- It's like before. walking into a Bubba Gumps. You walk in there- <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be like, what's for dinner, shrimp? And you're like, fuck off. Yeah, it's for, it still only makes sense for the fucking sloth. <laughs> See, hey, Bubba Gumps though, Bubba Gumps, that's free for you, by the way. Get some sloths. Yeah, yeah it's you're, always, you're fully set up for it. Just get some fucking sloths, get, get bro. Some kids. People love sloths too, for some reason. I don't get the appeal, but some people are all about that. They look stinky. That's what I was thinking. They look like, like they stink. They look like your cousin who's way too into the Grateful Dead. Oh yeah. Like they look like they smell like patchouli and want to talk to me about the fucking system and acid and how like, man, you just got to get outside yourself, man. You got to, man, this is all fucking dude. I've, I've, I've seen my past lives, man. I fucking, I've seen all my alternate realities, bro. It's dude, you got to get outside yourself. And I'm like, dude, it takes you 45 minutes to cross the living room. Like, yeah, what the fuck up? Yeah, man. I don't think I need that. I'm okay. Sloth is, feels like a pet that you have. If you just really don't want to be alone, I feel like a sloth it might be able to keep you company, but I don't think it's going to do anything. It, like if you want to cud, 
You got to go get the sloth and bring it to you. It's never, it's never going to plop down on you because it'll take 45 minutes to to get there. Right. No, I agree. Well, and that's the thing is like, I don't know. I know sloth like to hang off things, but does the sloth like to hang off person? I don't know. It does because of the way that it hangs. It does have those like big old claws, meaty claws. Yeah. I don't want that to hang on me. Yeah. Like if it's getting on, like if it's like digging its claws into my, my back, just so it can hang on to my front. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I need this. No, I don't think, I think a sloth on paper seems good. When you start to get down to logistics, it's not a great pet. And, oh, someone's like, well, if you get a sloth, it'll help protect you when the sloths take over the uprising of the sloths. Yeah, bet, dude. Like, I ain't, yeah. I'm sorry. There's a few (laughs) uprisings that I'm ready for. Sloth uprising is 100% the one that I'm like, how many, there would have to, do you know how many sloths we would need in to like, be taken over like we're saying that you would need probably 10 to 1 sloths right minimum humans because you have to because it's not going to be that their speed overwhelms us it's that the amount of them is what's overwhelming even low because they're so fucking slow do you okay well let's talk about this let's talk let's let's say what people aren't talking about here cody that's what you come here for yeah what if it's a front what if it what if they've hollowed out mountains long conning us this whole time that's what I'm saying. They've been developing these big, nasty claws. Because imagine if that thing started. Imagine if that thing can stand up on its back legs and just start arm swinging. Because it and just let loose. Yeah. That's that's a weapon in. That's like the that's the like chain that has like a fucking hook on it, and you just start swinging that son bitch around. They they made those for arms, dude. Yeah. So they this been, is a Final been, Fantasy character. So what they're doing here is they're slowly winning an evolutionary war. Yeah. They looked at they looked at the landscape and they're like, all right, here's what we gotta do. We gotta we get big hooks. We, we gotta get we gotta get weapons on our bodies. These people, everyone. Everyone else has to make weapons. We need to have them on our person because if it can swing, knock my gun out of my hand. Now I, now I got to go hand, hand combat. That's a different story. now. I don't know if I want to go hand to hand. And like I said, this is only in a world where the sloth was faking the slowness (laughs) the whole time that this was, that that was the long con over centuries that they were like, but also I would need there to be still a lot of them. That yeah. they've been like secretly hiding in like mountains and things like that. I don't know where sloths are. No, I think so. Also, I think if the sloths do revolt, having one in your house is the opposite of what you want. Because if they're willing to do this long con for this long, you know they stand in solidarity with each other. So you're not going to be winning it over. And when I'm asleep, that's the perfect time to wrap those long hooky claw boys around my neck and just end it. Dude, they would, all the things that they, like you said, not only do you have the long hook arm, but they have learned how to like fully wrap and grip. So yeah. it's like, it would be, it's like an anaconda. Yeah. It would be like an anaconda. Like that's, it's got so many fucking deadly moves. Yeah. Is the sloth the perfect predator? <laughs> Why are we not talking about this? <laughs> Why don't people bring this up more? Is the sloth, if, if you, if it knew how to be fast, if it was the long con the whole time, is it not now the perfect fucking predator of a mon? Like, is this the monster that we're all secretly like not paying attention to? <sighs> I'm locking a giant squid. Yeah, I don't. I'll go with you on that. Okay, so now we have eagle, the four seed eagle going up against thirteen seed monkey. Okay, Nick, eagle seems radical as a pet, but I feel like I can't help but if I saw someone, my neighbor rolled out of his house right, and an eagle came and swooped down on his arm. My first thought's gonna be radical. My second thought's gonna be like, oh, you're super conservative, aren't you? Like, <laughs> that's like the ultimate sign, like that. Yeah, like almost how like I, I kind of feel like a yellow lab. You're like, what's going on over there? What is- <laughs> I've got my suspicions. Mm, that's a specific dog to have. 
Yeah, no, I, I hear that's a great, ah, damn, man, nah, that kind of already kind of kills it, huh? Yeah, I just don't know if the, e- the symbol of the Eagle has been co-opted. Like, as soon as Eagles were domesticated, you know who's running to get to the Eagle store. Right. Oh, yeah. Don- Donald Trump would be the poster boy for Eagle store. Oh, my God. Yeah, because it, it went, because, like, that was, like, a big thing. It's, like, in his presence, he never had a dog because you were, like, yeah. everyone, even if just, that's a wild thing, too. Like, you're, like, I don't even want to look human. I don't want to be sympathetic. <laughs> like, I don't, don't get me. You could have gotten, like, a Rottweiler. To be like, yeah, that makes sense for you. You're a, a monster person. You have this giant dog. He would have, if we had domesticated eagles, he would have, he would have had like 10 of them. Yeah, he would have an, they had to open an aviary at the White House. Right. See, that's okay. That's my thing though. So we know, like we have people who are falconers, right? Yes. So my question is, how do you keep a bird of prey in your, in your home? Is it, does it just hang out in a cage until it's right, until it's ready to go do cool shit? Is it? <laughs> you is, gotta let it out to do cool shit. Alarm goes off. It just says cool shit on your phone. You open up the eagle's cage. It flies out the window, comes e- back four hours later, back into the cage. Eagle would essentially be the like outdoor cat of animals, right? Of like oh, domesticated sure. pets where you don't, it comes home for food, but otherwise, like if people are like, Hey, I, I thought you, don't you have an Eagle? You're like, Oh, it's somewhere. Yeah. I don't, it's just out right now. It comes home at night. Most of the time, but oh, yeah, I don't it, know. It, it'll wrap on the glass window. You got to let it in. Yep. Yeah. Other than that, just let it do its thing. But is yeah, it, just, then we get to the point. Is that domesticated or does it just live in your house? <laughs> <laughs> is it just a roommate? Is it just a shitty roommate? Is it just a roommate who I, have to pay, who I have to feed and pay for? Would it though? Because don't you think part of the scavenging it would do when it's out would be to get its own food? You would think so, but like, what if it has like, a bad what day? Out, what do you hang out here for? <laughs> yeah, like, why are you here, bro? What are you doing, bro? Like, what are, what's your game plan, bro? Although I just think the visual of like an eagle on my couch. I just love that idea. I'm just walking yeah, just in, vibing in there. Just got an eagle vibing, hanging out. But then do, does that mean I have to play Kid Rock all the time? They love Kid Rock. You know they love that butt and, rock. And that's going to be the problem. And also, an eagle on your couch sounds terrible to me because they do have very big, sharp talons. Damn, you're just right. It's destroying it. And now, compared to, imagine a monkey on your couch. And I know some people have pet monkeys. We're talking the big apes, orangutans, gorillas. Yeah. Imagine you come home, a gorilla's got the remote. Just vibing. <laughs> See... I, here's my thing is I feel like if we're talking about bad roommates, having gorilla as pet feels like the worst, just feels like a terrible roommate. Like it just feels like he would just cut, you'd come home. He'd just be on the couch with the remote and just like look over at you and be like, oh, oh. and you'd be like, oh, we're out of bananas. I don't, yeah, I can go to the store, man. I don't, you, there's nothing else you can have. <laughs> just, oh, oh, oh. And then when he gets a little rowdy and d- kills you. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, the, that's the hard part I'm having here is like, don't get me wrong. Silverback is a, is, would look cool in my house until like he decides that he now owns the house. Yeah. And once they make that decision, you can't go back. Yeah. Cody, why do you watch Sex in the City exclusively? I don't know, man. Bobo fucking loves it. He craves this drama. Loves these four, loves these four women. <laughs> the only word he knows how to sign is Samantha. He fingerspells it. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible every time. I don't know. Also incredible. I didn't teach him sign language. Yeah. Would it, is that maybe, would that maybe be though, as far as pets go, right? The, the dream, the dream of any pet owner is to be able to talk to your animal, right? Yeah. Have the, the part of your family for real. That's the dream. The dream is that I could look at Sandler and be like, what you thinking, big guy? And he's just like, I want to go outside. That's it. <laughs> 
when we've taught dogs, like, you know, like you've seen the dog yeah. online that knows how to like press buttons and knows like 40 words. What they don't show you is most of the words he presses are go outside. <laughs> yeah, he's just go. like park now. And the person's like, no. And so he's like, park later. <laughs> like, that's what he wants to do. It's, it's you're not having a philosophical conversation about like what life of a domesticated animal is. And like, is this something that's good or bad to do? It's just like, I mean, I'm here now. So can I go do cool stuff? Or what's the story about that? Hey, Sandler, what you thinking, big boy? Yeah, the neoliberal economic movement's a joke. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. I, mean, I yeah. Let's I talk about it. I completely agree with you, but let's fucking talk about it, big guy. <laughs> Wouldn't that uh, suck if you found out that your animal had like wildly different like stance and views than you? <laughs> yeah, it would be wild. You like find out that you're like you're like I don't know, man. Giuliani makes a lot of good points, and when you really listen to him, though, you're like, whoa, <laughs> oh, what? How are you hearing this? Where are you getting this information from? I don't listen to those podcasts. Nope. Dogcast, dude. What yeah, happens when I'm away? But yeah, but I think like that would be because at least we know gorillas, we have taught them sign language, right? To some extent. Yeah. So this could be something where I do, I could talk to my, my pet, but I think the problem is, and I think it is because, you know, obviously they look so human. Yeah. I feel morally, I have a moral problem with a pet monkey. I think like, they seem too intelligent and smart and like good and like human-esque that it's like having a pet person. And that's just something that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> well, illegal in, yeah, in I mean, most places. It should be unless it's some completely consensual Gary Spongebob situation. Correct. And then go back and listen to our Spongebob one. We'll figure that out. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think I'd have to go with Eagle just for the sake of the moral ambiguity of all yeah. the monkey. I can't get over the fact that like, I mean, depending on the monkey, like, yeah, like the smaller, but I think we're kind of saying like, we're not going to use the smaller monkeys because we know people do that. And I don't know, are they domesticated? Are they not? That's, that's, that's a question, you know, that we can talk about that. But like having an orangutan in my home, I do just feel like, and it goes just, back I'd have to like a person. Like, I just feel like I'd have like a, like a person in my home and I feel like way more, like I need to like take it out and like do more stuff. Also, we haven't even talked about that. Could you imagine trying to go out? How do you exercise? An orangutan. You, yeah, you take it to the park and just let it go in the trees and like go nuts. Right. Do I, yeah, do I walk around? What's like, the leash law for an orangutan? Right. Do I just have to get a gold gym membership for my silverback? And just <laughs> let it Oh my in there? God. He's just repping plates. It's just terrifying. <laughs> just, could you imagine you walk into a gym and the gorilla's on the bench press? <laughs> just You're just going. like, is, it, is this okay to do? It's like, no, he's got great form. Like he's, I, I don't see why this is bad. Like he's got form. It's like, should we be making it stronger? I don't know, but I'm not going to, do you, do you want to be the person to tell Zeus? No. Yeah. He said, look at him on the hip sled, dude. He's doing 1200 on the hip. Yeah. You're like, going to go up and tell him no. Like you, he could, he'll push your car out off a bridge, dude. I'm not telling him no. Once again, I mean, I think then we get into the revolution of it all. Yeah, I think that's, I think this one is definitely suited for, I can't, they're coming. The revolution's happening at that point. Yeah, so, you, I mean, you are, this is, I mean, let's be, let's be very clear. We aren't the first people to have the idea of monkeys taking over. We know Planet of the Apes exists. What? Oh yeah, there's a whole series. <laughs> Mark no, Wahlberg I think I'm going to lock an eagle, dude. It's just, it seems like it's possible to be a pet without these moral gray waters. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So we have giant squid versus eagle. Yeah. I don't even know where to go with this one, man. The giant squid is, it can't do anything. Both these pets can't do anything is the point I'm trying to make. Well, yeah. I mean, well, and I mean, let's talk about that because I, 
you know, once again, not every pet you're going to have is going to be like this cuddly soft. That's not what sometimes people have snakes and lizards and put them and they just exist. I don't know why you want that as an animal, but like people do. Yeah. People have birds. They don't have birds of prey necessarily, but <laughs> probably for the best. Maybe, but may, who knows? Maybe we're all here asking the tough questions. Would it replace cockatiels with eagles? Is it better? I mean, from the standpoint of just like cool. Yes. Radical. Yeah. Way cooler. Eagle, eagle, very cool. Like, I think that's one of those things where as far as like a pet goes, this is like this, you would just be like in awe. You walk in and someone's got an eagle perched up, just hanging out. Okay. Let's assume that you can domesticate these to the fullest extent, like train them to do tricks and shit. I think the giant squid, there's possibility there for it to do cool tricks. It's got eight tentacle boys. Could you teach it to juggle? Could you teach it to set up? Can I teach it to set up my podcast station every day? Can we teach it to edit, please? Can we teach? Because Nick will not learn no matter how much I beg him to. So if I can get this, but if I can get this octopus to do it, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. I think, so one of the parts about having a pet, right, is we talked about teaching it yeah. to do stuff. I think octopus or squid is almost never ending. Oh, yeah. As far smart. as they can lose tools, you teach them to assemble, reassemble and disassemble M16. So it's ready for the revolution. I was going to go with Ikea furniture to start. But yeah, we can just start with guns because I know how to do that, too. So that would be an easy thing to teach it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, okay, if you have these pets, they can, we can assume either, if you have an eagle, we can assume you're conservative right-wing Christian. And if you have a giant squid, we assume you're a radical left-wing revolutionist, right? These are very politically, these are two, once you've laid it out like that, yeah, 100%. These are probably the two most political things you could say about yourself. Yeah. Like people wouldn't, I don't these. think people would have put octopus as like the symbol for the left, but it makes a ton of sense. And like, I'm not talking about the left as in American politics. We're going no, far left under like anarchist, politics. like almost yeah. like straight up. We are, we live as society. Everything is shared. We work for the benefit of each other. <laughs> like yeah. Eight arms, one fist, all intelligence. Like it's about, <laughs> it's like being very, it's like priding yourself on how smart you are. All of that. Yeah. A hundred percent. And being kind of smarmy, like, let's be clear. I'm, I'm on the left over here too, but that doesn't mean that there, there aren't some people that just like are on the left. Cause they think they're better than you, you know, yeah, they think they see through, so, you know, we got so, these political animal pets. I mean, I do hate that you are right about the Eagle. It's like, I, and I didn't decide that by the way, no, that's no, no, not no, my no. decision to make you the, the right co-opted the Eagle it sucks. I mean, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like the American flag. I, I was a big fan. July 4th, had a great time. Tossing my red, white, and blues. Just having a good time barbecuing with my friends. And not that I say I don't still have fun with that, but I'm probably just wearing regular swim trunks now. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not full blown, like all team USA, you know? So like, I feel the same way about the Eagle. Like, it just be like, now I gotta like explain. Now I gotta explain to someone like, no, 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 no. I'm not like that. I just have an eagle. Yeah, exactly. Anytime you have a pet, you have to start it with, I'm not like that. I just have an eagle. We need to reassess the pet's branding. Well, I mean, okay, there are more than just bald eagles. Do you feel the same? Do you feel it'd be the same for like the golden eagle? Like a brown boy, just a full brown boy. Yeah, I think eagle, I think hawks are different. I don't know why. I think anything with a cat, anything that's an eagle, once you say eagle, I just, it's, it's done. Eagle's eagle. Like you'd even, even though it was like a golden eagle. So it's like, not like the American, you'd be like, oh, so you just, you just got a cheaper version. Yeah, exactly. You just didn't want to pay for a bald eagle. So you got a golden <laughs> eagle, but want- you still, 
you couldn't afford full Eagle, but you still wanted to be on team Eagle. Yeah. So you got, you got yourself a golden, you got yourself a golden. I see what you did Mm -hmm. here. Son of a bitch. Oh, you couldn't afford an F-150. So you bought yourself like a Toyota. I get it. You still wanted a truck to show off your, you still wanted to put your truck nuts on something. (laughs) But (laughs) you you couldn't, you just didn't have the side. You couldn't fit it into your garage. I get it. I get it. But let's talk actually about being a pet, Nick. Which one would be a better pet to have? Because the squid lives in the water. I can't really just hang out with squid. Well, and let's also talk about the creep factor, right? Let's talk about if I got octopus or squid in tank. Yes. Right? They all it's going to do is get out. Like that's just where it's going to stay most of the time because I think it likes to be wet. Yeah. But, but it's and it, you got to let it roam. But it's going to just so then it's the middle of the night. I got to wake up because I got to go use the bathroom because I'm old now. All of a sudden, I just hear look down and there's my fucking octopus just roaming around outside. I'm going to freak the fuck out every time. That's scary. Yeah. It's something way different. And it always looks like it's coming out of a room suspiciously. Yeah. Because it always like, has to like, put like there? one arm and like pull itself. So it like sneaks in and like, hello? And you're like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What do you want? There? What's your plan? I think, yeah, the risk here is like, I'd rather, like, I think it'd be fun to teach it stuff. I think there's a lot of cool stuff you could teach and like do with octopus, like fun things that like, like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a rat in a maze, right? You can't, yeah. you had a pet rat. You could constantly build mazes and like watch it learn the maze. You could do this with an octopus too. You could you could have a ton of fun with it. But at the end of the day, it's creepy. It's a yeah. creepy animal. Eagle, on the other hand, yes. What does that say about you politically? Maybe. Also, at least the eagle can land on your arm. You can t- kind of take it out in public. You can have it fly around. It is definitely uh, inspires awe. When people see an eagle swoop down and land on you, that's going to be some sort of societal clout you're going to get. But if a squid's just on you, that's not cool. That's more off-putting than the man with the snake around his neck. <laughs> Someone's walking around the park with a fucking squid around them. You're like, I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't like, like this. Yeah. I, yeah. Do, you, do you put it on as a hat? Yeah, of course you do. And then it hangs, then the tentacles hang down. Like the like the like the like the fake felt hats, but now it's real. It's a real it's one. Like, yeah. Why do you do this? <laughs> Kids screaming, running away. I gotta lock an eagle. The giant squid can't be a pet. It just can't be a pet. You can't make it a pet. All right. I'm with you. Let's lock in Eagle here. Uh, And that is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want about Chaboys, a few things that you can do, as always, tell a friend, share with a friend, wherever you see us on the socials, like them, share those posts, and then rate, review, follow, subscribe, all those things. Very, very helpful. Absolutely. And please follow us on our social media accounts. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16 tournament you'd like to see us do, best way to survive the giant squid revolution, email us to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com or go to website friendlycompetitionpodcast.com. Go to contact and submit through there. And as always, shout out to Charizard for our intro outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. New episode drops next Monday, except for tentacles and eight tentacles, one fist will drop on Fridays now between. <laughs> so keep an eye out for eight tentacles, one fist. Uh, but until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.